It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. I am just so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a very, very special show today, as I have with me Kathleen Carol Mason, who is an intuitive life coach and animal communicator. And I am just so excited for us to have our chat today, as we are going to chat about healing, repeating patterns. Oh, wow, is this going to be a great show. So Kathleen, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Well, hi, Joyce. It's great to be here. Um, I'm up in the mountains of Arizona at 8,000 feet, where I love to be commuting with nature and animals, and I love helping people heal, get unstuck, and get on the path that's right for them in life. And as you mentioned, I have the affinity for animals and sometimes use animal wisdom as well. Oh, wow. Well, then this just so fitting to everything that you do in life on helping other people. So as we go into this show about healing, repeating patterns, how would you like to start to share with our listeners about this, Kathleen? Well, um, at my age, (laughs) it's certainly clear when when I look back, and I know a lot of us get to a point where we really see it and the cosmic two-by-four can really hit us. Um, But, you know, when we're born into this life, there's an automatic disconnect from source, God, whatever your perception is. And I think there's an emptiness in a way that we start out with to begin with from the time we're born. And then hopefully, you know, our parents and the unconditional love we receive from them is helpful to help us learn and grow and be nurtured. But, you know, things aren't always perfect, are they? And, you know, a lot of times things go awry and, you know, parents get divorced or, Somehow the family unit is kind of blown apart. Um, There can be trauma in various ways. You know, if you have parents that are alcoholics, drug users, whatever, sometimes there's abuse. And through things that happen in our childhood, that can create a void, you know, this this empty space. And I went through that, you know, my parents divorcing and my mom remarried and there was a lot of alcoholism going on, and then he died when I was a teenager. And and then when I got married at a young age and my quest to fill the void, um, then I lost two babies. I had one that was stillborn and one that was premature. And that kind of creates an even bigger void. So we can go through these life experiences that 
just creates this emptiness within us. And I'd like you to visualize that as kind of like the center of a wheel, a wheel that has spokes, like a bicycle wheel or whatever. And at the center is that void from whatever trauma that we've been through. And that void can go out into these spokes that manifest as different things. So one spoke could be emotional eating, which I wrote a book on about 15 years ago called Lose the Diet, Transform Your Body by Connecting with Your Soul, where I talk about that. So the emotional eating, we use it to try to fill the void. We know that's only temporary. Then the yo-yo dieting starts, right? I'm going to cut back, but that void doesn't go away, you know, and we end up trying to fill it again. And it's on a deep soul level, and that's why we can't control it with our minds. But then, you know, the other spoke could be alcoholism, drug abuse, maybe hoarding things, buying things to fill the void, right? 300 pairs of shoes, you know, whatever. (laughs) Tons of makeup. I'm going to make myself look better and, you know, feel better, but it's always temporary. Then we need to buy something else. Um, I've had it happen a bit, too, with animals. I know you and I, as I mentioned, we talk about animals because animals can provide that unconditional love that we feel that's missing in that void. We don't know we're doing it a lot of times, right, when we're doing these things or trying to fill the void. And then we wonder why there's some people that hoard animals. You know, what a terrible thing they hoarded animals. The animals are being neglected because we can't take care of too many. At one point I had quite a few of myself. I wouldn't quite say they were neglected, for sure, but, you know, I probably had more to share at one point. So I understand these things. And then there's the relationship component. That's another spoke of the wheel, which can be toxic relationships, relationships such as with narcissists. I've been there, done that as well, where, you know, the narcissist is wounded. There's a void there because they've had trauma We've had trauma, there's voids on both sides, and the narcissist fills the void temporarily with all the love bombing. That's how it starts with the narcissist. It's idealization. They go through idealize, devalue, and discard. So it starts with, you know, filling you up with you're beautiful, you're wonderful, you're awesome, here's a poem, whatever, I'll sweep you off your feet. And it temporarily fills that void, and we occasionally think this is our soulmate energetically filling your void and so because we have to look at ourselves as well and then you know it goes the other way it goes to phase two which is devaluing so now they have to tear you down because that kind of helps to fill their void so it's kind of this vicious cycle (laughs) and then it turns really toxic and finally they discard you and then you're an even bigger basket case than you started out to be because now Hmm. you feel an even bigger void so, and again, I'm certainly not putting anyone down because I've been through some of these spokes of the wheel myself. And my background with the life coaching and is also hypnotherapy, which for me is intuitive guided meditation. And that's where we go really deep to what I see as the soul to really help fill that, to heal and fill the void ourselves. Um, 
you know, instead of those external things that are only temporary, that leave us worse shape than we started out. Um, so that's something I'm really passionate about is stopping these, what I call repeating patterns because, you know, we keep yo-yo dieting, we keep buying stuff, we keep going through the relationships. I've been married, I've been married a few times and a couple times to narcissists and so I get it. I get how we can get stuck trying to avoid over and over. So it's time to go deep, you know, and, and heal and work on our self-esteem so that we can really discover who we really are and who we're really meant to be because all this external stuff kind of hides it and messes us up. <laughs> so... Oh, that is all so true. And what makes it so personal with you, you're talking from experience. You you've been there. You've you like you mm-hmm. said, you've been through marriages, you've been through a lot of spokes on these wheels. I love that reference of how you did it like that because with the center of the wheel being the void and all the spokes then that can cause that void in your life. And how true it is, the trauma and the relationships and toxic relationships and overeating and alcohol and just all kinds of different things that you're trying to do to fill that void. And then how you come in and help them find themselves, find that self-esteem, those unique gifts that are down inside themselves and Go into their heart because I love one of the sayings on your website, ultimately feeling stuck is a result of not being connected with our soul. And, oh, man, that is that is so very true. I I really resonated with that. I love that. Oh, mm-hmm. It all goes along with what what you were talking about. And when you said, like, being married to a narcissist, they they, they bring you way up and then... They have to devalue you because that helps helps them. And I saw a saying once, don't know who it's by, but it, it came to mind when you said that. It's whoever is trying to bring you down is already below you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're trying to bring you down because they want to bring you lower than what they are, and they're already below you. So, oh, you brought out so many good points. Oh, wow, this is incredible, Kathleen. Now, yeah, you talk just, I was going to say we go from low self-esteem to even lower self-esteem. And then we, I, I thought of, you know, when I think of, uh, say, divorcing a narcissist, it's like being in a dark pit and exhausted and trying to crawl out on our own. Our self-esteem has been brought to an all-time low. And I don't want to just focus on the relationship aspect, but, the center of the wheel is the core. The spokes are mm-hmm. just like end result of mm-hmm. that issue. It's the void, I would like to say, is what the center of the wheel is. It's that void and all those spokes. And and when it comes to hypnotherapy, you know, I, in the past, years ago, I'd work on, say, smoking. And if we just focus on, okay, we're going to quit smoking and we use the mind, the power of the subconscious to stop smoking. If we don't do the healing part, now we move to another spoke, and now we start overeating, right? Well, we've mm-hmm. got this 
habit of smoking. Now we're going to switch to eating or something else to fill the void. So not to interrupt you, but that's um, that's what can happen as well if we don't work on healing and filling the void ourselves. Oh, oh, so true. That's that's just what I was going to kind of go into is now how rather than going from one spoke to another trying to fill that void, you mentioned hypnotherapy. How do you go about helping your clients so they don't go from one spoke to another to heal that void, to rather go into their deep into their heart and their soul? If you could maybe give some examples of how to help people heal to do this and really get out of that wheel of always trying to fill the void. Yes. Um, the thing is, our conscious mind is so small. It's like 13%, something really small. And, you know, we can talk about it. And counseling is, you know, a nice tool. I've done some of it myself. Um, but I find with the hypnotherapy, with the what's really, for me, intuitive guided meditation. So we relax and we go to a deeper level and because that's what's running the show, um, that deep soul level, which is the majority of how we function. It's where we have our beliefs and our fears and our habits and all this stuff that's going on. And we wonder why we can't control it. Anyone who's dieted knows that, you know, it's, it might work temporarily, but it takes over. So to get to the subconscious part or the soul, we have to start by relaxing. And so I always use that tool with everything, whether we're trying to get clarity on our purpose in life or what's causing us to stay stuck in fear, you know, what beliefs are holding us back or any, you know, deep trauma wounding. And, the subconscious is also metaphorical. That's why we, when we relax and we sleep, and this is a natural state. This is not some strange woo-woo thing. When we sleep, we're at the subconscious level and we're dreaming. You know, and Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. So our imagination is at that deep level and we can tap into our imagination and use that visualization to help change ourselves for the better and help love ourselves and heal ourselves. And, of course, having some guidance is good because we can customize it for you personally because everybody's different. So does that make sense? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Each, what Kind of what I'm hearing is what may work for one. You have to kind of tweak it a little bit to work for another. There's... There's not one simple answer for everybody. It's just kind of you work on an individual basis with each one is what they're needing. Is that is that kind of how you work with your clients? Yeah, I, I see it as, you know, most effective that way because um, it's really helping to heal and personalize in a way that that person, that soul, that individual understands and relates to and it's also very relaxing. I always think of it as massaging the mind when we, <laughs> you know, we massage the body and it, our mind is like so stressed and there's that huge 
mind-body connection, which I studied, and how, you know, stress affects the body and it's dis-ease and, you know, it can turn into all sorts of physical issues as well, just when we're stressed or we're fearful or there's some kind of negative emotion, we can feel it in our stomach, you know, or get ulcers or wherever that um, is really detrimental for our health. So, when we think about health, we really need to think about mind, body, soul on all levels. And by oh, the way, that yeah. book that book I mentioned, Lose the Diet, Transform Your Body by Connecting with Your Soul, I give it away for free in the U.S. for $5 shipping. So they can find it on my website at clearlyblissful.com. So I just wanted to mention that. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow, what a what a gift you are giving to the listeners and to the world by giving that gift for just the uh or to the giving them to it in the US for just the charge of the shipping. That that is a very special gift and you said it's on clearlyblissful.com. They can find yep. that where they can get that book from you. Oh, wow. What a helpful tool to help individuals that are feeling that they are stuck and are needing something maybe to get them kick-started and say, okay, this is the route I want to take. Oh, that that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> it's about mind-body wellness. And um, people look at the title and they'll go, lose the diet. Oh, this is a weight loss book. Well, not really. It's about why diets don't work. It's about, you know, deprivation. And I, I wrote it because when I did study hypnotherapy, our, our most popular clinic was the weight clinic. It was like all that emotional you know, baggage that people were dealing with. And that's why I focused on that aspect. But again, to me, it's just another spoke of the wheel manifest because of that void that we're feeling. Yeah. Well, um, kind of a tool. <laughs> Oh, how how interesting all that is. And it's just, it's all about, do you feel it's all about going inside your heart and starting mm-hmm. to love yourself for who you are? Yes, and that's part of it and all this external stuff. You know, we're searching, all those folks are external things, whether it's the food, whether it's the alcohol, whether it's the relationship. It's it's external, and the answer is always within. That's where we have to go to heal. That's where we have to go to get clarity on our direction. And again, we can compare that deep soul subconscious level to the mind, which is where I, times in my life, is being stuck in analysis paralysis. That 13%, that's where we diet and everything else, but that doesn't work. Um, but I can try to crunch numbers and try to figure it out. And I had a finance background, so I was very analytical. And so it was a learning process for me when I went to healing art school to learn to really get out of my head and go to a really deep level. And what a relief it was um, when we realized there's so much more to us and we're really you know, 
magical spiritual beings, if you want to put it that way, who are, are powerful, I should say, powerful spiritual beings here in this life, in this classroom, living this human experience. But we have so much power within us that we can tap into, you know, improve our life for the better. We just have to learn how to go go back to that, get to that soul level and get out of our human brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes that's hard in the world that we live in and all the technology around us and all the busyness and everything. Sometimes it's hard to go, people struggle to go to that soul level and let go of the mind and go into the heart. I, my animals help me so much with that. I know my mare has said, open your heart and not your human mind. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. They are so well, wise. They, yep. They know. How they, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. It's, it's interesting how our animals tend, tend to live much shorter lives than we do. I don't think they're here to figure it out. <laughs> we're here to figure it out. Go through the school that we're in. Yeah. They're they're here to help us because I feel the animals do live from the heart. They're not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or what we got to, our to-do lists or what's wrong with my computer or why doesn't this work. And they just, mm-hmm. they live in that present moment from their heart. And I see it so much with them, and it's just it's just beautiful when you just really stop and start to to feel that connection and know that you can live from that heart too, and all this other stuff, the busy stuff that's going on for me, it's so much easier to deal with it when I live from the heart and go deep within and find those answers rather than trying to find them from my head mind and everything spinning around then. So those are some of my personal experiences of going within. It's just a lot easier to find the answers by going within yourself. Yeah, I think of the three words that start with the letter A, kind of the triple A power, and it is aligned, authentic, and abundant, um, which a lot of times we're lacking in those areas. We're not in align, alignment with who we really are. We're not living mm-hmm. our authentic life when these, these wheels are throwing us off track and that void that we feel inside of us. And we're certainly not living an abundant life. And the animals are living that way, aligned, authentic, and abundant. Um, they're not worrying about, you know, their next meal, generally speaking. They find it <laughs> one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that is so very true because I've had readings done on my horses and they have just, oh, my goodness, they've just opened Open my heart, my eyes, my mind to what, how I need to be feeling because they, they're so honest and that's what I love too is just bringing out the honest and the authenticity of you as a person, of who you really are because they see you, they see you from the heart and that's where they speak from and 
that is where I connect so with the animals because, yeah, I love that how you said aligned and authentic and abundant because I truly feel the animals see your authenticity that you really have within your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we just don't recognize the beautiful soul that we are as well, and this is where our self-esteem comes in. We can look at the horse or the, the cat or the dog or whatever, and we see their soul and how wonderful and beautiful they are, but we don't necessarily see it within ourselves. And uh, Oh, and that is so true. Yes. And whatever your belief is about God, angel, guides, they see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we miss the boat a lot of times, and we don't treat ourselves the way in which we should. And and then we get caught up in thinking, well, that's narcissistic, or that's, well, of course, we, when we say that, we don't really understand what narcissism really is, because it's really someone who has trauma of their own. But, you know, we think that self-love is being, um, you know, full of ourselves or stuck up or something, and it's it's really a matter of survival in this world because if we're not taking care of our mind, body, and soul, it manifests in all these ways that are detrimental that are going to shorten our life and not keep us here where we can live on purpose and really help others and help society and be in our power. Oh, yes. Oh, how true that is. Live on our purpose and help others. And help. First, we're helping ourselves. I always feel you have to love yourself in order to be able to love someone else. And to be able to help others, you have to be be, be in your heart and be there for others. So, oh, this um, is just beautiful, yep. Kathleen. <laughs> yeah. When we're on a plane, they say, you know, if the oxygen mask drops, take the first breath and then help somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's very well put. I like that. <laughs> well, Kathleen, I knew this would show would go so very quickly because there's so much to talk about. It's just been you have brought out so many beautiful points on for people to see that spoke and to see how to receive the help that they can get to get out of off of that wheel and get away from that. So Kathleen, could you please share with our listeners today on the best ways to connect with you when they hear this and say, I need to talk to her to have her help me get away from those folks and really go deep within myself. Uh, yes, my website, clearlyblissful.com. I always believe in following our bliss, getting clear on what's in our way and, you know, really getting into our purpose. So clearlyblissful.com. I also have a group called Clearly Blissful, and I have a Facebook page, and I'm on Instagram as well. You'll find me, Kathleen with a K, Carol Mason, with two R's and two L's. So... <laughs> That's where you can pretty much oh. find me. Oh, perfect, I, perfect. Follow, yeah, follow me, like my page, and um, yeah, I'd love to help with some inspiration and help them to get on track, and they can reach out to me 
for. I also offer a complimentary clarity session to look at where they are, where they want to go, and get some clarity around that. So, Oh, wow. Wow, what an what an offer you give to each and every one. Oh, that is just beautiful. You can tell you're sharing from the heart. I can hear it. I can feel it. And you're giving examples of what all you're giving, like with the book and the free consultation like that. Oh, that is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kathleen, for sharing all this very valuable knowledge that you shared with our listeners today. And I would love for you to return to Robust Lifestyles again and share more of your knowledge on everything that you're doing to help others in this world. Thank you, Joyce. It was great being here. Lovely talking with you again. Oh, well, thank you. It was same here. And I want to wish you a very, very magical day. You too. Thank you. And I would like to thank each one of our listeners for listening to this absolutely incredible show with our amazing diva, Kathleen Carroll Mason. Please share this show with your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. And remember some of the golden nuggets. Get out of your head and into your heart. And go deep into your heart. And find those answers. Help Let Kathleen Carol Mason help you get off that spinning wheel and off those spokes and go into your heart. So, and with that, I'd like to wish each one of you a very magical day. Remember, be kind to all. And you are each and every one of you a very magical, powerful, spiritual being. So, give your animals a great big hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.